LaChina Robinson, you know like I know. If it's one thing we're going to do in sports, it's obsessed over a hypothetical matchup that'll never happen. You know, I'm talking Curry's Warriors versus Jordan's Bulls. The 49ers of Montana and Rice taking on Brady and Belichick's Pats. But this isn't a dream. It's real life. It's actually happening. In the first year of the W Super Team era, the Las Vegas Aces and New York Liberty will battle it out for the championship. So my question is this. Just how big of a deal is it for these teams to meet right here, right now? Justin, it is a huge deal because it's something that we've been talking about before the season even begins. And when you look at the storyline between these two teams, you run out of notebook paper. From New York having... Brianna Stewart joined their team in the offseason. John Quell Jones, those are two former MVPs. Adding Courtney Vandersloot as well from Chicago. Sabrina Ionescu's already there. Benaya Laney's already there. Like this storyline for New York in particular was huge because they've never won a championship. On the other side of this, Asia Wilson and company are looking to do something that has not been done in almost two decades in the WNBA. And that's win back-to-back championships. And I mean, they only had, what, three number one picks and a finals MVP in Chelsea Gray. Superstars all over the place. So we've been talking about this possible matchup the season begin, and um, it could not be happening at a better time that they're going to meet in the finals. You just mentioned it. We've been talking about this for months and months. And LaChina, look, we know the phrase, be careful what you ask for. But honestly... Do you expect this series to live up to the hype and more? I do, Justin. I think this is going to live up to the hype plus some. And it's the momentum right now of the WNBA in general. The playoffs have been amazing. The ratings are through the roof. But it's also the way Vegas and New York have cultivated their fan bases that are giving this a little bit more oomph. See, usually I'm talking about how good the play is going to be between the lines. But let's back out a little bit and think about the environments that we saw in both home arenas. I mean, the New York Liberty had Fat Joe, Alicia Keys, Common, Swiss Beats. I mean, the superstars were in the building for the Liberty's playoff run up to, to this point. So you feel like the eyes of not just the sports world, but the music world, the entertainment world that everyone is watching to find out if the New York Liberty will win their first championship. I mean, come on, New York is a, is a sports city, so they're always about winning the trophy. And then on the other side, I mean, the Las Vegas Aces have already sold out of every home game in the finals. They've had Rick Ross performing. Um, I just love the fanfare. On sideline, you never know who you're going to see. Courtside, uh, superstars left and right for both teams in the playoffs. So, Yes, I'm excited about what we'll see on the court, no doubt. And I know we're going to get into that. But I am also really excited about um, the eyes that will be watching one of the most anticipated WNBA finals we've ever seen. The super team era of the WNBA kicked off this season with all eyes on two teams, the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. Both squads are loaded with MVPs, all-stars, number one picks, and championship players. And here they are, ready to face off for the title. 
But will the series, starting this Sunday, live up to the hype? WNBA analyst LaChina Robinson joins the show to break down this epic matchup for all of us. I'm Justin Tinsley. It's Thursday, October 5th. This is ESPN Daily. The NFL schedule drops this week, kiddos, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code DAILY. That's code DAILY. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. All right, LaChina, you know, champs get the perks. So let's start with the Las Vegas Aces. How did they return to the finals this year? Well, Las Vegas pretty much did everything they did last season when they won the WNBA championship. First of all, they kept their core of players together. Two-time MVP, Asia Wilson, finals MVP, Chelsea Gray, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young. That core four is essential to what they do in their success. And of course, Becky Hammond returned after winning the championship in her first season coaching in the WNBA. But they didn't stop there. They added Candace Parker, who unfortunately will not play in these finals due to a season-ending surgery. But they also went out and picked up Alicia Clark, who has multiple championships under her belt as well and has been the perfect complimentary piece coming off of the bench for Las Vegas. In fact, she was named sixth player of the year. She can shoot the three. Honestly, she's the quintessential 3 and D player because she is going to DU 94 feet, but she can also shoot it. And she has proven to be a great complement to this team. So you keep your core together. You add a, a piece in particular in Clark that I feel like the Aces really need. And they have had an incredible regular season. They got off to one of the best starts in WNBA history. They did run into some trouble along the way, in particular with the New York Liberty, which only made the storyline for the finals even greater. But Vegas has been dominant on both the offensive and defensive end on the floor. They really don't have very many weaknesses. Here's another nugget that really interests me. So the players on that 2020 Aces squad actually get a chance to avenge their finals loss to the Seattle Storm. And you know who the MVP of that series was. It was Stewie. Oh, yeah. Brianna Stewart. So that's just another wrinkle in the fold. But that honestly brings me to the face of the franchise for the Aces, none other than Asia Wilson. What is it about her game that makes her such a destructive force? It's her mental and physical toughness, Justin. It's a separator. I mean, you don't meet very many players that have both ends of the floor, offense and defense, just a high motor and can compete for 40 minutes at a higher level than anyone else. Another 20-point game for Asia, her 32nd, including the regular season, extending her own WNBA record, and here she goes again. That is reminiscent of what we saw in the third quarter of game one. I mean, that's 6'4". She can do everything on the floor. I might be cheating her an inch, but I'm 6'4", so I feel like we're always looking eye to eye. But Asia not only has the low block ability to to score one-on-one, but she's incredibly quick and crafty off of the bounce. I don't think she gets enough credit for how fast she is to be considered a big in this game. And 
I think what really stands out about Asia, yes, it's her relentlessness on the on the glass. Yes, it's her ability to block shots. She's now back-to-back defensive player of the year. But it's that she doesn't have a three-point attack. You know where she is going to score from. 15 foot in, but there's still nothing you can do about it. You can double her. You can triple team her. She can score over both of those defensive looks. She played against a taller lineup in the Dallas Wings where she was facing two players that were 6'7", and she was still able to score in the paint. So she's an unstoppable force and uh, arguably the greatest player in the world. So I love drama in sports just like anybody else, right? And an added element of drama in this series comes from the closest MVP race in WNBA history. Asia finished third, third, just 13 points behind the winner and her opponent here, Brianna Stewart. Look, as a hoops head, we all remember seeing Hakeem Olajuwon go at David Robinson's neck the year Robinson won MVP when they met in the playoffs. So what's an element of this matchup people aren't focusing on enough? Well, I just said that Asia Wilson was arguably the best player in the world, and you can say the same thing about Brianna Stewart. I mean, these two players are incredible at what they can do on the basketball court. And and right now they're the two best players in the game. Both of them have won multiple MVPs. They both won WNBA championship. They both won NCAA championship. When you think about the WNBA over the years, there's always like marquee players that just stand out as the best of the best. And here they are both not even 30 years old yet and playing their best basketball, leading not just their teams to this finals moment, but leading the WNBA. When you think of the faces of this league, it is Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart. And they both have endorsement deals and brand deals and, um, you know, have just done an excellent job of helping to grow their own profiles and growing the game. So we're talking about two superstars that are impacting this sport in so many ways at every level. And that is going to be something to talk about as we look forward to the finals. All right, LaChana, talk to me about Kelsey Plum next, the Aces point guard. The last time we saw her in the semifinals versus Dallas, she turned the ball over 15 times. So what level of concern do you have about her heading into the finals? Well, I don't worry too much about Kelsey Plum. She's been shooting the ball well. And one thing she is never lacking is confidence. And her outside shot is key to stretching the floor and ensuring that the defense isn't able to collapse in on Asia Wilson. She will have some ball handling duties, but don't forget she plays alongside Chelsea Gray. So she doesn't have to worry about running the point too much. But the biggest thing for Kelsey is just decision-making. You mentioned those turnovers. Quite honestly, the Aces were atrocious in the turnover category in that series, and credit to Dallas, but it's not the norm for them. So that is something they will definitely have to to clean up. But as long as Plum is making good decisions, and she will have to lock in defensively. When you look at the backcourt for New York, they've got Courtney Vandersloot as the head of the snake. Benajah Laney has been fantastic in these playoffs, really stepping up when they've needed it. And then they've got the sharpshooter, Sabrina Ionescu. So no matter which one of those three you're guarding, you have to be able to impact them with your defense. And like I said, I don't worry too much about Plum. She's a competitor, but those are a couple areas for sure that not just Kelsey, but the entire Aces team will need to have their eyes on. What aren't we looking at that might prove to be an edge for the Aces in this series. It's their experience playing together, Justin. 
New York has come together as this newly assembled roster with some pieces that have familiarity. Now, Brianna Stewart, Cordy Vandersloot, and John Quell Jones did play together on international teams. However, this is new, and they're playing under Sandy Brondello. Uh, the pressure that you feel as a team out of New York is incredible, something I could not even imagine. And so I think the Yankees have an advantage in the fact that they have been in the trenches together. They went through this last year. Connecticut pushed them to the brink. But keep in mind that last season's final run for the Aces, they needed depth off the bench to help them. Raquana Williams was huge for them last year in their finals run. So while their core group has been together, that will be an advantage for them. Again, their experience being in the trenches together, to me, is where they have an advantage in this series. After the break, what will it take for the New York Liberty to bring home their very first WNBA title. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you people wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first one or for your fashionista mom who likes to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate with them both. You can shop by price anywhere from 25 bucks and under to, say, 100 bucks and below. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists like for the mom who has everything. Or even pre-wrapped gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So, what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value, Trust me, I've been eating them like there's no tomorrow all week. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you, like me, are on the go a lot. Taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries, whatever it may be. Well, the good news is not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snack game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. All right, Luciana, before we turn to the New York Liberty, I want to look at the two coaches in this series, Becky Hammond for Vegas and Sandy Brondello for the Liberty. This is the first time that two former WNBA players have met in the finals actually as coaches. So what I want to know from you is this. What is it about their experience as former players that has helped them succeed as head coaches and lead their teams to this point? This is a trend I really enjoyed watching in the WNBA as players coming back after they have played in the league and standing on the sidelines coaching. And I think the benefit to having a former player as a coach is that they've been in your shoes before. 
And they take a great deal of pride in making the WNBA look good. I mean, you, if you played in this league, you understand the importance of the longest running women's professional sports league in the world. And you understand that in the finals in particular, there are eyes on this product like no other time in the season. And both Becky and Sandy have really elevated not just the WNBA, but women's basketball internationally and in everywhere they have been, including Becky serving as uh, an assistant coach in the NBA, the first woman to ever do that. So, you know, you're looking at two head coaches that are incredibly prepared for this moment. They both won championships. And I do think that coaching is going to be one of the X factors in this matchup because, quite honestly, it's going to be a check match. Changing up, matchup, who's guarding who, changing up your defenses, and just having to make those game-to-game adjustments. That's what you love about a series. So I don't know what's going to happen, Justin, but I do know that these coaches have a tough task ahead of them because there's so much talent on the floor. You're trying to guard, you're trying to disrupt. Um, and just meeting the moment, understanding how many eyeballs are going to be on this finals. Maybe the most watched finals we've ever had. You know, I loved what you said about the mental aspect of the game. Because whenever you see two great teams, regardless of sport, it's not just about the the physical demands. It's about how you adjust from quarter to quarter, from play to play. And I think that's going to be on display at a very high level in this series. And speaking of this series... Standing between the Aces and their second consecutive title is the New York Liberty. And believe it or not, and this shocked me, the Liberty are the last original W team without a championship. So the question is simple. How did they get here? And what's this moment mean for them as a franchise? It means everything. It means everything. Even my earliest memories of the WNBA included Teresa Weatherspoon and Rebecca Lobo, like those New York Liberty teams that were pushing to the brink in the playoffs, last appearance 2002 in the finals, but just never able to get that crown. And we talked about this a little earlier. New York is not a patient place when it comes to winning championships, but I do believe they've been patient with this Liberty team. And under new ownership, Joe Sy, you just feel like the investment in this team has gone through the roof. You have someone like Brianna Stewart, who is a New York native that wants to come home and help to build this team, this organization. There's an excitement there at Barclays. Um, and so this moment is huge for the Liberty. It's also huge because I don't know that we have had a team that has had this configuration of talent in one place. And I, what I mean by that is thinking about two former MVPs on one team plus one of the top three assist leaders of all time on that team and Courtney Vandersloot. You add to that Sabrina Ionescu, who was one of the most anticipated number one picks to ever enter the WNBA. I mean, you can go down the list. And Jacqueline Jones is a factor in this that I think really plays a big part because she is a former MVP that has never won a championship. And so she's really hungry to add that next piece to her resume. And looking at her performance in the series against her old team, the Connecticut Sun, she is ready to go. But when you add all of these elements up, again, there's just a high level of excitement, of anticipation, 
um, for what New York could accomplish, which is something they've never done. Win it all. Okay, LaJana, I'm very glad you brought up Jonquil Jones. Look, she's found her stride after a bit of a slow start to the season, and we know she's one of the best game records in the entire sport. So how do you see her asserting herself in this series? I see Jonquil Jones really taking advantage of this opportunity to win her first championship. She took Connecticut to two finals appearances while she was there and just came up short. And the thing about John Quell is, quite honestly, we have never seen a player like her in the history of this league at 6'6", can dunk the ball, incredibly versatile in all the ways that she can score. And when you have someone that big and that strong and that skilled, she's a matchup problem. And we saw that in the Connecticut series where she was just dominant on the glass and Averaging a double-double in these playoffs, I think the last player to put up the number she's putting up is Lisa Leslie. So she is trending historically in the right direction. Um, but I think this means a lot to Jonquil because with this talent around her, with having the experience of both Courtney Vandersloot and Brianna Stewart having won a championship, you've got people now in your roster that have done this before. She did not have that in Connecticut. So I think she knows that this is probably the best chance that she has had to win it all and um, that she's hungry to do that. You know, the beautiful thing about this finals matchup, there's so many games within the games. We've talked about the coaching. We've talked about Stewie versus Asia. And we talked about Kelsey Plum and the surplus of talent that the Liberty have in their backcourt. I want to focus on this backcourt play for a second. Take me inside how you see the matchup around the perimeter shaping up. Oh boy, this is going to be a lot of fun. Because what I will say, when you look at the Las Vegas side of things, Kelsey Plum and Chelsea Gray are fantastic. Chelsea is one of the most clutch players in the history of the WNBA. Here comes the screen from Williams. Gray, six to shoot. She wants it. She's got it. Chelsea Gray, a master. She was phenomenal last season in the finals. I mean, she could not miss. And she is the player to me with her two WNBA championships. She won one in L.A. That makes it all go. Kelsey Plum, we talked about earlier, her shooting ability, her competitiveness. I mean, she is a, a lot to handle in how she moves off the ball offensively. Oh, the hesitation. Oh, gets that shooter's touch. Kelsey Plum just gets by most defenders. And so those two players are really tough to contain. And that is where New York has to be sharp. And that's in their backcourt defense. And it's up to really Courtney Vandersloot and Sabrina Ionescu to be able to hold their own. Now, in my opinion, it's more important defensively for Courtney Vandersloot and Sabrina Ionescu to contain than it is for Las Vegas. To me, their challenge is making sure that they're making good decisions on the offensive end. Now, when you get to the small forward position, you have Benajah Lady and Jackie Young. And those are two of the best two-way players in the W. Jackie Young does not get the credit she deserves. She is uh, was close to scoring a triple-double in these playoffs. She was the best three-point shooter in the league this season after barely shooting them to start her career. She's a former number one pick. Uh, and she just adds so much value from her decision-making and her assisting ability 
to this Las Vegas squad. And then Benaja on the other end. And Benaja's a player that no one really saw coming. I mean, she's averaging, I think, about 18 points per game in these playoffs. Shooting it at an incredible clip, over 45 from the field, over 40 from three-point land. Who does Fanny Brondello and Becky Hammond see as the most important matchup? That is who is going to get the, the toughest defender. And in this case, it's Jackie Young or Benaja Laney. So who those two players will be guarding in the backcourt will be important. Chelsea and Kelsey being contained or not will be one of the keys. And then Sabrina going off three-point land. That is always important for the New York Liberty offense. So those are a few things that I'll be looking for in the backcourt. You know, Luciana, I just love hearing you talk about the game of basketball. Like, you really are a hoop savant. So I want to ask you, like, a big picture question. I know we've mentioned her throughout this conversation, but let's talk Brianna Stewart. Stewie, this year's MVP. She's back in New York where she's from. This is a title-starved, title-crazed city. What does winning a title in New York do for how we discuss her legacy? Well, to be completely honest, there's not a lot of pressure on Stewie's legacy at this point. She's won two finals MVPs, two MVP awards. She's a two-time champion. So she's not even 30 years old yet. She's accomplished a lot in the WNBA. However, you know how important the New York market is to the sports world. And Stewie has the ability to bring eyes and attention to the WNBA that they didn't necessarily have before just simply because she is in New York. Now, don't get it twisted. She's from Syracuse, so she's almost in Canada. (laughs) It's not like she's a New York City girl. But at the end of the day, it would mean a lot because this puts her name in history. Seattle had already won championships before she arrived there, but she could do something for the first time in New York. It wasn't Connecticut Huskies' first championship when she won four straight there. And so this could be something where it's not Sue Bird led Seattle or it's not Gino wins another championship. It is Brianna led New York to their first championship, which would be kind of special for her and where she is in her career. All right, LaChana. You know you're my friend. You know you're my homie. And we've discussed the tale of the tape in every way possible. But this is the question that people want to know. And this is the question they'll really come back to. Who do you have winning this epic finals matchup? In how many games? And who's your finals MVP? Ooh, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> to be honest, Justin, I don't know if I can call this one. I know. You're going to say I'm going soft, and I kind of am. The matchup between the Aces and New York has been so hard to really predict all summer long. Now, don't get me wrong. There have been some ugly games between these two. There's been some blowouts. There's been some moments where I'm like, are either one of these teams a super team in the way they played? However, with a trophy on the line, we're going to see both of these teams, their organizations, their fans, their cities at their best. I don't know that I can call it. However, what I will say is finals MVP is important because that's an indication of which player on each team will need to have their best series in order for them to win this championship. I am going to say, if the Las Vegas Aces want to win the WNBA championship, 
Asia Wilson has to be the finals MVP. And on the other side, if the New York Liberty want to win the WNBA championship, John Cole Jones will need to be the finals MVP. So I don't know if that does anything for you, Justin, but at least that's a little bit of a prediction or some insight into what I think needs to happen for both teams. But if you want to find out who's going to win it all, you'll have to tune in. You know what? I'm not even mad at how you played that. I think that was brilliant. See, again, <laughs> that's why you are the basketball savant. But LaChina Robinson, you did such a phenomenal job breaking down this series for us that, you know, we'll let you off the hook. So I want to thank you for joining the show and thank you for your insight. Thank you for your perspective. I'm so excited for this series. Thank you for having me, Justin. It's awesome to talk hoops with you. We'll have to do it again sometime. Pleasure is all mine. I'm Justin Tinsley. This has been ESPN Daily. I'll talk to you tomorrow.